today's episode, I'm sharing with you my fast belly methodology that's based on my clinical experience and working with thousands of clients on evidence and on, to be honest, just what's going to get you some kick-ass results. So, are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. So in today's episode, I am talking you through my fast belly methodology, which I'm super excited to share. This methodology all came together recently and I was just like, oh, Yes, it's a really simple framework that is going to help you to see some massive results in your belly, in your energy and in your hormones. So if you are interested in that, this is going to be an episode for you. I've also got some bonus episodes, so I'm doing this over two different episodes. Um, so enjoy. Today, I'm going to be looking through half the methodology and sharing with you some of those clear action points. And the idea of this methodology is that it's a bit of a framework that you can just work your way through. Okay, so I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Apologies if, you know, on side note, in recording this, uh, everyone's mowing their lawn outside. Um, my children are sick, and so I'm waiting on a call from the doctor. And uh, uh, yeah, I sound nasally as well. So, you know, just real life podcasting happening here. But other than that, I also have a, some super exciting announcements I'm going to share with you. So do make sure you make note of those. It's coming with you pretty soon, right after I've chatted. Um, but other than that, please make sure, I never say this, but please make sure you leave a review. If you like this podcast, then do just head over to your iTunes app on your phone and you can leave a review super easily now. I would be so appreciative. I, uh, I don't think I've had a review for ages. So do head over and leave a review. Otherwise, we're going to keep this short and sweet. Let's get on with this show. So I'm interrupting myself because I have decided over the next 10 days to offer some free mini consults. So if you are looking to really tackle your belly, your energy, your digestion, um, your hormones, make sure you go to keziahall.com forward slash mini, M-I-N-I, mini to book your free mini consult with me. And during these consults, these aren't sales calls. I'm not going to be like asking you to get your credit card out halfway through. No, this is literally a chat of you and me on Zoom. We're going to cut through the crap and you will leave with a clear idea, with clarity knowing, okay, what's my right next step? What should I focus on? What is the right next thing for me? Over the 15 to 20 minutes, I will do my very best to help you as much as I possibly can so that you can get to your goal and feel better and have more energy and have a flatter tummy and feel the way that you want to feel as quick as possible. Okay, I'm so excited to be able to do this. If you want to book in your call, these are limited. There's not loads of slots available. I've only got about 10 available. Go to keziahall.com forward slash mini. That's keziahall.com forward slash mini. They're only available for a really short period of time. Book yours in, put it in the diary, commit to coming and showing up for those sessions and I will see you in there. Okay, remember keziahall.com forward slash mini. Woo! So here we are. I am going to be talking to you about the fast belly methodology. 
Now, this is basically a really simple framework that I've created from just working with thousands of people, working on myself, and actually just realizing that there's patterns in terms of when my clients see success and when I when I look at, okay, why, why are they seeing success? Or what are the things that I'm saying to my clients over and over again? I've done a bit of thinking and come together with what I'm going to be calling the fast belly methodology. So this is really about if you're looking to beat your bloat, support your digestion, deal with um, maybe bloating and digestive issues, but it also works from um, a fat loss perspective if you're looking to shift fat and change that. Um, So this is a simple framework so that if you're not in the position where you can work with me, actually you can just literally use this FAST methodology, so F-A-S-T as an acronym, and work your way down this, kind of like a checklist. And if you could do that, you will see results whether or not you work with me, okay? Now, obviously... I work with people, sorry, there's someone mowing the lawn outside and it's just very distracting. I hope you can't hear it, but maybe you can. I'm I'm, tra- I'm charging on like a podcast professional. Um, I'm also waiting on a call from my doctor because the girl, one of the girls has a cough. And so, you know, I never quite know when they're going to be calling. Anyway, just real life, real life podcasting life. Um, But this methodology is basically your checklist, your framework. If you're a bit like, I don't know where to begin, I'm so bloated, or I maybe do want to burn some fat, but I really don't want to like do any dieting BS. I'm overwhelmed when I Google things, it tells me I should be vegan. And when I Google things, it tells me it should be this and this and that, you know, it's totally overwhelming. So the goal of this methodology is so that it is not overwhelming. Okay. Right. So what we are wanting to do, what I'm going to dive into, I'm doing this in two parts. Um, and we are, I'm going to go through, so FAST stands for, is an acronym. So I'm going to go through the F and the A today. And then in part two, I'm going to go through the S and the T. So that's basically how it's going to work. Um, and this is a really holistic approach. This is really based on my um, a functional medicine approach. So I've trained in kind of as a functional medicine practitioner as well as in nutrition, which is really essentially another word for having a really holistic um, whole person approach. And you could, to be honest, apply this framework. I'm calling it the fast belly methodology. So looking at digestion and hormones and energy and um, fat loss, if that's important, but you could really apply this to any of your health goals essentially, and you will see success. I'm just making it specific for, I don't know, to get you to listen, to be honest, but you could really apply this to lots of things. You know, I'm a business guys, you've got to get people to listen. So I'm calling it the fast belly methodology, but you could apply this to eczema as well. I'm not going to lie. It's just, you know, but if you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. So, um, just a bit of business tip insider. Okay. So let's dive on in. We're beginning with the F and the A of the fast methodology, F-A-S-T, the fast belly methodology. F stands for feeling your feelings. Now, I know if you're anything like me, you might have just immediately been like, oh gosh, Kezia, that's not what I wanted. I wanted you to say like, you know, take this specific herb called frugal amentia and it will change your life. No, this is really important part of this methodology because I know when clients are unwilling to deal and tackle with this area, when I have been unwilling to tackle this area, I have not made the progress. I've, I've, I've made slow progress. 
slash zero progress. So it's really, really important that you get this and feeling your feelings. So what do I mean by that? Chances are, if you have any kind of health issue, whether you're bloated, you've got poor digestion, you maybe have some extra fat in your body, or maybe you have some fat you want to gain, maybe your energy is really poor and your hormones are out of whack, um, it's chances are you don't have any intentionality or framework around you dealing with your stress, around you feeling your feelings, processing your feelings. Because I like to think of your feelings, your anxiety, your sadness, your anger, your rage, your um, distress, your frustration, your stress, your hopelessness, your disappointment. You know, those are all feelings. They're a bit like food. You need to digest them. You know, if you eat um, a food and it gets stuck in your body and you're constipated, you're in trouble. It's not great. It causes a lot of inflammation. And when it comes to feelings, it's a similar thing. If, you do, if you're feeling really stressed and angry and you never flow through that and release that, that kind of gets stuck in your body and can cause a whole lot of problem. And practically, it's often the thing that's going to make you drink too much, eat too much, treat yourself like crap. It's those feelings that we don't process that are the reason people overeat, the reason people binge eat, the reason people binge drink, the reason people treat their bodies like crap because they have so many feelings of unworthiness, so many feelings of betrayal, of stress, of overwhelm, of shame, of all of this stuff. And you will, yeah, you can apply some of these other principles that I'm going to talk about, but if you're constantly... Um, overeating and binge eating because you feel worthless, you first need to feel some of your feelings because if you can actually no longer use food, no longer use drink um, and alcohol to help you process and flow through feelings, food kind of just doesn't have as much drama around it. Food just becomes food. That's it. You're not using it as a tool to cope with a stressful day. You're not using a gin and tonic to wind down and relax after an awful week. You're not using cake as um, a con consolation. Not that there's anything wrong with that in small amounts, but it is so freeing when food can, yes, be enjoyable and be fun, but it's no longer your, it's no longer how you cope with life, essentially. And so many of my clients in different ways cope with life through restricting or overindulging and binging on food. There's either, you know, I'll tightly control every bit of food, which isn't healthy in calorie count and macro count because it's stressful and I'm so out of control of my life. And you can get through that disordered approach to eating. Or they're like, well, I've had an awful day. I'm going to have some gin. I'm going to have some wine. I'm going to have some cake. I'm totally stressed. Oh, I should treat myself. Or, or, or more explicitly, are just on a binge and purging cycle and have a very disordered eating approach. Neither of those are helpful. And I'm not saying the only answer to those problems is feeling your feelings, but it's a really important one. If you can have all the nutritional knowledge in the world, you can have the test results, you can have the supplements, you can know that you need to eat some protein and some veg, and you've got these really geeky things all in front of you, all in your house. You know, you might even have a personal chef cooking for you, but if you are so stressed, you may be not going to eat the thing that the personal chef has cooked for you, you're so stressed. And if your only way to deal with that stress is through alcohol, or the only way to deal with that stress is through sugar and binge eating, or really restricting everything that you eat to an unhealthy level, 
It doesn't matter how much you know. It doesn't matter how many supplements you have. It doesn't matter if you have a flipping personal chef to cook for you because you need to actually deal with the uncomfortable thing that is these uncomfortable feelings. It is the stress, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the disappointment, the um, exhaustion, whatever it is. So feeling your feelings, really important really important one and there's lots of different ways you can do this uh, but and I've talked about this in another podcast so I'll link to that in the show notes and and I don't and I want this podcast to be relatively quick but it's things like taking time to journal doing movement sometimes doing exercise it's it's basically can be anything that you do with some intentionality um coming conversation getting therapy doing somatic movement doing yoga doing journaling punching a pillow having a punch bag screaming while you're driving screaming under water I was teaching a friend of mine how to scream underwater the other day because I was like how do you not know the skill because sometimes I need to scream I'm so angry but you know what I don't want all my neighbors to think like I'm being killed or like I'm a banshee so screaming into a pillow and screaming underwater very useful skills to have just saying also I don't want to freak my kids out by being like you know and when I say feeling your feelings this isn't like dumping your feelings in an explosive manner on other people no 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 that's not what I mean I mean an intentional time where you just like you make time to go for a poo every day you make time every day just to process some of how you're feeling to acknowledge some of how you're feeling if you don't know how to do that then or you struggle with that that's when therapy can be super helpful but there's so many ways that you can do it it doesn't need to take ages I'm not talking about like navel gazing for hours here it's just like even just before about 15 minutes ago I was super frustrated at a communication by whatsapp which happens to me regularly so I just had to like shake it off and bounce and I ran on the spot and shake my arm and shaking it now just took some deep breaths got annoyed allowed myself to be super pissed off moved on with my life instead of just squishing it down okay so this is the first thing is feel your feelings and this you know you might be you know this is obviously will relate to overeating and fat loss and those kinds of things if you're someone who constantly binge eats and uses food as comfort on a regular basis and that's your only tool that's the only way you flow through uncomfortable emotion then you can see how this plays a role but even if you're like Kezia I'm actually very healthy weight but don't mind I've got really bad IBS and I'm super um like that's my main problem I'm bloated all the time I'm constipated I've got diarrhea this is also huge it's really clear from research that um, stress being stressed out is um, massively impacts your ability to digest and feeling your feelings is a really important part of flowing through digestive problems I know for myself and for all the clients I've worked with around this about helping them overcome IBS is there's always an element of stress distress sadness depression or anxiety that's going on and those feelings massively impact your ability to digest proteins fats carbohydrates your gut motility like this isn't like ooh, airy fairy in the sky that is actually just what happens so if you're dealing with ibs if you're dealing with bloating the more that you can flow through feelings the more that you can digest your feelings meaning you don't just hold it and hold on to it or repress it or squish it down that actually more that you're going to improve your digestion by doing that if you can digest your feelings you will actually be able to digest your food much better also this is really important whether it's bloating whether it's fat loss same with hormones same with energy okay 
really important. And I know this is probably the thing that you're most like, oh, no, Kezia, just tell me what to eat. But I've worked with enough people now that it's and, it, and also it's like it's just in the research they don't I mean if you look go into PubMed and you find a paper on this it's not going to be called you know meta-analysis on feeling your feelings I don't think but if we look at um what drives those feelings from a biochemical perspective and how that impacts different systems in the body it does play a huge role so okay that's F I want you to practice feeling your feelings and actually I would say if you want to lose fat, if you want to gain your energy, if you're wanting to tackle your bloating, your digestion, your hormones, I would actually probably start with this because it's probably the most uncomfortable thing for you. I would guess it'd be the most uncomfortable for me. I would be way more comfortable adding in this food, taking away this food, doing this exercise, adding this supplement. Feeling my feelings, not so comfortable with. <laughs> Sounds weird. Sounds like something I don't want to do. So start with this one, whether you want to deal with the IBS, whether you're wanting to burn fat, whatever, start with this one, okay? So that's the F of our fast belly methodology. Feel your feelings, flow through it, deal with them, okay? This also means looking at stress as well. So things like meditation is a great way of doing it. You know, I mentioned all of those different things, but not just allowing stress, anxiety, and all these things just build up and up and up and up, actually being able to flow through them, okay? That is the F of our fast belly methodology. Okay, the A is add in more food. Yes, I will repeat that. I want you to add in more food. Because I will tell you this, I regularly get emails from women mystified at why they still have a belly, they still have hormonal issues, they're still whatever it is. And then they tell me all these things that they're doing and they're totally mystified. And they're like, oh, and I'm eating, like I count my calories and I'm only having like 1,400, 1,500, 1,600 a day. And I seem still seem to have my belly when even though I'm counting calories, blah, blah, blah. I get this all the time and I'm always like, oh my goodness, why, why don't people eat enough food? <laughs> and especially if you are thinking, oh, I would love to lose some fat. Maybe you have 50 pounds of fat that you would love to shed and lovingly release from your skeleton and body. This is really important. I have to say, when I the clients I've worked with that are would be classified as obese or morbidly obese, so you're talking five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 stone overweight, they are not eating a lot of food. I would say I am eating way more food than they are. It is, and in general with my clients, it is really unusual that someone is coming to me eating like three, four, five thousand calories a day. Like, they're, they're just not. <laughs> that I, you know, when I, I ask people for food diaries, food and mood diaries, and I just, I'm like, I mean, people might be in a couple of calories, you know, 2,000, 2,000, whatever. But I, mean, I actually don't count the calories of my clients at all. FYI, I just don't do that. It's a waste of time. Um, uh, but people generally are not eating enough, especially if they're looking to lose weight. I know that might sound revolutionary, so I'll say it again. Clients that come to me are often not eating enough, especially those clients who want to burn fat and lose weight. They're not eating enough. They're not eating enough. <laughs> so that's why the A of this methodology is add in 
more food. Now, the caveat to this is, I just don't want you to add in any old food. I'm not talking about a takeaway and processed food. Add in more whole foods. Add in more unprocessed food. So an unprocessed food is a food that doesn't have ingredients. Is a really easy way. So you go to the shop, you buy potatoes. The ingredient for potatoes is potato. There we go. That's an unprocessed food. You go to the shop, you buy uh, butter. The ingredient for butter is, I suppose you could say butter slightly processed and that it's churned, but it's cream, maybe salt, if you're having salted butter. You go into the shop and you buy a steak. The ingredient for steak is steak. You see, you see well, <laughs> the picture I'm trying to paint here. So eat more whole unprocessed foods. Okay, foods actually that are don't have ingredients They're or, or have less than like four ingredients, could you say? That might be an easier way of doing it because butter might sometimes have salt in, but eat as minimally processed whole foods as possible. So this looks like fruit, veg, meat, eggs, fish, whole nuts, seeds, avocados, like that's so much food. Eat more of that food. Eat more of it. Make sure every meal you have is based on these whole foods. Not on hashtag plant-based burgers. That is not a whole food. Unless you're, you know, making it from scratch. But most of the time it's like stuff people are buying at the shop and it's just filled with so many inflammatory ingredients. Go with just add in more whole foods. And a really simple way of doing this is make sure every meal, the foundation of every meal is a whole food. So that might be meat, that might be veg, that might be potato, that might be um, some uh, fiber, potatoes, squash, whatever. You could, and you could kind of argue grains as part of this. Although I would say you kind of do have to process grains and that you have to cook them loads. Although you do have to cook meat anyway. I'm processing this out loud, <laughs> but you get the idea. So, you know, you might have rice in there, quinoa, buckwheat, oats, you know, potato, meat, fish, um, uh, beans and lentils. Sorry, my brain went totally blank. But think about the foods that you buy that have no ingredients. When you buy cannellini beans, the ingredient is cannellini beans. Okay, I've, I've, I've emphasized this point enough. <laughs> So add in more whole foods. Really simple. Also, as part of this, side note, eat three meals a day. I know there's a whole lot of stuff online that's like intermittent fasting, so good for you. Everybody should intermittent fast. No, no, uh, no, I don't think that. Eat three meals a day, especially if you're struggling and you're not making the progress you want to make. Start make by making sure as a minimum you eat three meals a day. Three meals of lots of good whole foods, protein, fats and some carbohydrate, but I'd primarily eat more protein and fat and veggies than I would do carbohydrates, which is really important to be aware of if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, especially if you're looking to lose weight, you're going to have to massively increase and be super intentional about eating enough protein if you're a vegetarian or a vegan. And when I've worked with clients, I've worked with a couple of clients now actually that have come to me relatively healthy, um, but vegetarians and around weight loss and their hormones. And we've really had to ramp up their protein intake. And when we have done, 
They feel so much better. They lose weight really easily. The hormones settle, blah, 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 blah. Um, so just a side note, you don't have to stop being vegetarian, but you probably do need to be super intentional about adding in more whole food based proteins. And with vegetarians, maybe consider eating fish or eating more eggs or tempeh or these kinds of things. Again, if you're vegan, it would be things like a lot more tofu, tempeh. You probably need to get a really good quality whole food protein powder. Again, that's processed. So that's, that's not number one on my list, but when you're vegan, there's so few protein sources for you. Um, it's problematic. And that's often why people struggle to lose weight uh, um, when they are being vegan. Especially, often I find people move vegan for a couple of months and they lose weight and then they plateau and then they really can't struggle. Like they just struggle. And that would be because they probably, for lots of things, but they probably need more protein. Okay, so add in more whole food. So this looks like, adding in eggs for breakfast, making sure you're having protein at lunchtime. Now, this is something that my clients always struggle with. And it is, I always find, I personally find lunch a struggle. Like, I'm just always like, oh, what to eat? So, but I often try and make sure I have leftover dinner. I'll have things like omelets or I'll have um, like a salmon in a salad. So making sure you're having protein for lunchtime can make such a big difference, but just add in more food starting with your whole foods unprocessed foods and if in doubt think of if you're looking to burn fat as well think of my fabulous fat burning four which is like fiber fats protein and veggies so adding in more of those foods but I would actually say focus more on your protein and your veggies because I find from working with clients people often love to add in fat. I mean, who doesn't love butter and almond butter and peanut butter? Like, mm, that's not difficult to add. But people often don't add in enough um, vegetables and protein. So if you're going to, if you just want two things to focus on, add in more vegetables, add in more protein to your life, whether you're looking to support your hormones, whether you're looking to support your IBS or your digestive and bloating, protein is a real building block for that. Now, the caveat of that is, like I say for a lot of time, you need to be able to digest protein, which so many people can't do. And that's what I work on with clients all the time. So if that's a struggle, then, you know, you're probably going to need some deeper work and deeper gut protocols going on. But adding in more food, adding in more veggies, adding in more whole foods, adding in more protein, add in more food. Chances are you need to eat more of the right stuff, not less. And when it comes to intermittent fasting, um, as a side note, totally go for like 12 hours overnight of no food. I think that's great. I try every night to do 12 to 14 hours of let's say a fast, but I really would uh, encourage you to avoid the whole skip breakfast, drink coffee, don't eat till lunchtime. If you're a female and you're struggling with your energy, your weight or your hormones, please do not do that. I, I think you will struggle. But what I, my intermittent fasting is I um, will stop eating about seven and I often don't eat breakfast just because I'm getting the kids ready from to like eight o'clock, sometimes nine o'clock, depending how much is going on. So I'll always do about a 12 hour fast minimum. And then a couple of times a week, we'll do maybe a 14 hour fast, often unintentionally because there's just three people screaming at my face <laughs> and I don't like to eat breakfast rushed. Okay, so... Those are your first two of the fast belly methodology. How does that sound? In the next episode I'm doing, next bonus episode, we're going to be looking at the S and the T. And But between now and then, 
think about from what I've said, what is one small thing that you can take action on? What can you focus on? What would help you right now? Um, do make sure as well you go and you book that mini session with me. These are super limited. They'll be booking up fast. Um, they're totally free. I'm not selling you anything and they are totally awesome. I love doing these. I'd love to chat to you because, you know, you listen to this podcast in an actual mini session, a mini consult, you can talk back. It's so fun. Um, so do make sure you go and book that at keziahall.com forward slash mini. And I will see you soon for the next bonus episode. Lots of love.